wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. Hey, dads, that's you. I'm talking to you. This is for you. This is for you, for dads, by dads, for dads, by ev- for everyone. <laughs> for everyone. Everyone's invited. Everyone's invited, but we have everyone. special seats for dads. Yeah, okay, there you go. Front seat for dads. There it is. Welcome. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. If this is your first time listening, hey, thanks for tuning in. I can't believe you're here. (laughs) um, (laughs) Pull up a seat. Come on, get comfortable. If you've been with us, thanks for hanging in. That's awesome. We love having you. You know, we, uh, we gotta we gotta celebrate dads, and that's what this podcast is about. We gotta celebrate good dads out there. So if you're a good dad, cheers. This is for you. That's right. As a great Brian Butler once said, we gotta mm. talk about Catholic dad stuff. That's right. And that's what Ray and I do here. We're talking about Catholic dad stuff. We're talking about the dad life. We're talking about um, how to be Catholic and raise our families. As young dads, really young dads, super young. Super young. Emphasis (laughs) on the young. (laughs) If you listen to the last episode. I'm okay now. Thanks, everyone. Oh, look, he's he's smiling now, actually. Wow. Thank God. Yeah. I'm back. Back from the dead, just like Jesus. That resurrection story. There you go. All right. So um, usually in this first part of the show, we talk about kind of the real life, kind of the the real life experiences of raising families in this world, uh, in our Catholic faith and just kind of the ridiculous, the funny, the, the beautiful that happens in our day to day, uh, normal lives. So Ray, you got a story or two? I do, man. My, uh, two of my kids celebrate their birthday on the same month as you. And, hey, uh, birthday so month. Birthday Woo. month. So there's a lot of celebration going on in our household this Wait, month. Wait, hold on. Let me let me think. Is it one is Lily, right? The one is Lily. Ding ding ding. You are my your daughter, princess. The princess. And then the other is uh I don't know. My Give eldest, up. Gabriel. That's what my I was eldest. gonna say. Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. Gabriel is going to be eleven and Lily just turned four. Nice. So I will start with this story. It's the sweetest story of all. My little baby daughter, she turned four. And I think I mentioned this already during our um, past episodes, but we're transitioning her to stay in her room. And that means I stay in that room until she falls asleep. (laughs) Is that a transition? (laughs) That's the transition until she falls asleep. But hey, guess what? Um... I wake up in the morning and I'm still in her room. <laughs> and is she still in the room? Is she most most of the time. 
Has there ever the been a time where you fell asleep and <laughs> you were still in the room, but she was not in the room? We're talking about this. Uh, um, yeah, there has been a time. <laughs> and then Grace is like, hey, um, I have two kids with me in the bed. Uh, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm in my new room. <laughs> it's nice and comfortable. Oh, I had, I had some great sleep. Anyway. Do you sleep on the floor when that happens or are you in a bed? I'm on a bed. She's got like a, a, I think it's a full, a full size one. Oh, so you just like cuddle up right next to her. Yeah. And so he, here's the thing with her. She's so lovely. She, she wants me to hold her hand. She says, Dada, hold my hand until the morning. Wow. That's sweet. I know. And then, and then, but at the same time, I want to like, you know, read or, or uh, just <laughs> scroll through Instagram or something. So I need both. I need one hand at least. But she's like, no, no, no. I need both of your hands to hold my hand. Whoa, both so, hands. Yeah. So yeah, and I kind of like it. It's like it, it melts my heart. I can't. I yeah, can't man. say no to that. Dude, so that's, that's my. Gonna, that's not gonna be forever. So treasure that's these what I'm times. Saying, right. That's what I'm saying. So I. I love it. It really does melt my heart. And that's my daughter, Liliana. Next story for me, I have a two for you right here. Gabriel, he's about to turn 11. And the guy, I asked him, hey, so what do you think? What do you want for your birthday? What are you looking at? You know, and um, they're into YouTube, like, uh, what's that guy? I don't know if your, your kids watch this guy. He, they, he um, looks for stuff in the river. And with... Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of this. Really? Uh, with like a... Uh, a metal detector. A metal detector. And okay. He goes, he, he goes in the river. He goes under underwater. Looks for treasures or whatever people just. I don't know. Whatever people just lost, in the river, in any river, he goes travels. I think is in mm. Texas or whatever. Anyway, they're into like this whole like survival stuff, right? So, have oh, you heard man. of this this uh, special straw? It's called a life straw. Yeah, yeah, life straw. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this thing you 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 could drink dirty water. You can That's like right. take this special straw and go in a stagnant water and just drink that water through the straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I was like, gonna so, buy one for really? when I was uh, in missionary life. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh, then so, I was like, you know what? That's rude. Like, I ain't going anywhere that needs a life straw. I'm not, like, survivaling. Yeah. Oh, man. But so yeah, I, life straw. That's rad. I, but the, here's the thing. And my, my second son, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it. And you know what? You can drink dirty water. And, like, you can even drink toilet water. Even that's if right. there's poo on it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wait, so wait, I have a feeling you guys are going to try this out. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe not. I'm really oh my thinking gosh. of not doing that because they you really would. To. And they then would. you have to get it on video. <laughs> and then when they grow uh, up and they have girlfriends, you got to show that video, that precise video. Possibly. That's I, incredible. I, I told you, my, my kids would wake up early in the morning to do these stunts. So I have a feeling one of these days or nights, someone's just going to use the toilet and mm-hmm. use the life straw just to see if it really works. Do, you, do your kids get in trouble? Like do you, They do. Do you get mad at them when they, do, when they pull, pull stunts or are acting wild or you're just like, yeah, you guys, 
Oh, those guys. <laughs> what is that like? Oh, those guys. No, I, they get in trouble. They get in trouble. They get into into mischief. They get into trouble, and uh, yeah, they get they get punished. They get punishment. Oh, but but they still do it. They they still do it. Um, but it's majority of their stuff that they do. It's more of like, are you serious? What did you think this through? I mean, they they don't like deliberately do something naughty. <laughs> they kind of just like, uh, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> that's the type. Okay. That's the type of kids I have. Yeah, but they do nice. get punished when they they okay. uh, step out of line. Hey, well, more power to them. I hope you get the life straw, and if you don't, then get a knife. <laughs> that's what knife. I was thinking. That's I said, I told him, you know, uh, Tito Iris said that he would get his kid a pocket knife. Would you like a pocket knife? And he said, Oh no, that's too dangerous. That's <laughs> yeah, what he said. Like, knife? Why would anyone have that? <laughs> For survival, son. Oh, man. How about you? What's going on in your neck of the woods there in Seattle? Okay. Well, uh, over here, we had parent-teacher conferences this week. That was fun. So uh, Hmm. all parent-teacher conferences for all my kids in their elementary school uh, were conducted online. So, us and this parents, is the first that that's it's been conducted online, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because everything's locked down. We relocked down here for Thanksgiving, which we're going to talk about in a little <laughs> bit. But um, yeah, so we we just talked with the teachers, and um, I have an eleven year old, and uh, my eleven year old when he's at online le- learning, distance learning. And it's been pure distance learning, so there's been no in-person component. Um, he is the kind of kid that wants to do everything quickly. Like mm. he hates work and he hates homework. Shortcuts. So he wants to he... get it all done. Yeah, yeah. So as so when he sees like a page full of questions, he'll answer them as quickly as he can, and then he'll go to the next one, and then answer all of those while the teacher is trying to teach. Um, and uh, explain yes. like one problem, he's doing like 10 problems because he just wants to get it done and then not yeah. have to do it. Um, so oftentimes I'll find him um, at his desk just like working through stuff and then getting done super quick and then like jumping well, he gets, onto he YouTube. Gets it, he gets it done though, right? He gets it done, yeah. And he gets everything done. I'm not saying he gets it done well, but he, <laughs> he just gets it's it done. completed. Yeah. yeah. And then he wants to like open up a new tab on and watch YouTube or something. And I'm like, Nope, you can't do that when your teacher is teaching. Like you have to be <laughs> focused and you know, I'm a teacher. So yeah. that's really annoying. So anyways, we had this parent teacher conference today. And so I told the teacher, I totally ratted oh him out. Oh my gosh. Did the teacher have any idea? She laughed. She laughed and she was like, well, Peter gets it done. He's a great kid. And, um, yeah, he's doing really well in class. And I said, um, yeah, you ratted your kid out. Oh, well, man. no. So, uh, of, of course I ratted him out and I said, yeah, he's one of the best. But he's not the best, and that's our expectation of him. So, teacher, I'd like you to assign him more work, please. (laughs) He wants to be done early, and he finishes everything. So you're going to have to assign him extra so that he will be focused. Are you serious? You gave (laughs) the teacher extra work? I gave gave the teacher extra work. I gave the kid extra work. I gave my wife extra work. (laughs) 
<laughs> I basically made everybody's life harder. That was me today. Wow. Good job. But you don't approve of that? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think giving him extra work, though, dad, come on. He gets yeah. it done. Is he, the, is he that's learning? That's further practice. It's, I mean, if, if it was 100% accurate every single time and fast, okay, then we're talking something. Yeah. But if it's um, getting 60, it done. 60 to 85% accurate, okay. but it's okay. done quick, like, quickly, then mm, nope. Yeah. You know, uh, when I was, I don't know what, what you had growing up, but when I was growing up, um, if I got a B, I got a B ting. Mm. Like, um, a B is an Asian F, bro. <laughs> that is not. That did not fly in my home. Oh man, yeah. Is that yeah. is that how you guys were? Same, same. Yep. Yeah, man. There was a, just like no yeah. opportunity to do poorly. Like that was just not allowed. So <laughs> I'm trying to continue that tradition. My wife has more degrees than I do. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we got some college degrees and advanced degrees. She got multiple degrees. Like academics at fifth at fifth grade, he should be rocking it. <laughs> Dang, I mean that's that's your your uh, your your family's charism. That uh, you guys are academics. Love it. Yeah, we're smarty pants. <laughs> and uh, B equals beating. A means okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not beating any children around here. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just getting them extra work. I'm ratting on them. Oh man! To their teachers, and the teacher was just laughing at me. She was like, "I can't believe you're trying to do this." And I said, "Yes, teach." I mean, he's—you can see that he's—he's he's a smart guy. He's like trying to pull off this stunt. He's—he's he's gonna be done, right? And so, yeah, I don't know. I might let that slide, but. That's now these are more opportunities for growth. <laughs> yeah, true. see? He's he's oh, creating man. more opportunities for him to get further. Yeah. yeah. There you it's go. It's all about that edumacation. You that's it. That's what we want. The edumacation. How about y'all? How about y'all listeners? What do you guys do? Um, do are you are you pushing your children in the middle of a global pandemic to be the best? <laughs> Or are you satisfied with uh, how they're doing in school if they are of the schooling age? Let us know. Let Hit us, us up. Know. Slide into in the DMs on Instagram. Or uh, <laughs> this is, this is I, I mean, know what's going on. You're you're a teacher, and so for me, uh, we're doing homeschooling, and I, th I think I've told you this already that um, we Grace and I we've decided that next year they're going back to regular school. <laughs> Oh yes, because homeschooling is, is is tough. But anyway, uh, with my son Gabriel, he's got a problem of like I I want him to learn how to focus, right? Mm -hmm. So so where I'm at with him is like I want you to enjoy learning, and I mean all that all that stuff of like learning uh, a subject or or something in a book. I'm I know you can get it. Right for him, I want him to to learn how to learn. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with him. So I, I think for me, it's more of like, all right, as long as I'm really seeing you figuring things out, you don't have to finish all of that stuff. 
as long as as long as I see you like reading and and learning and actually getting it, then okay. But then I think that's also me being exhausted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being like I actually. don't want to sit here anymore. Um, you got it. Good job. Go, <laughs> like, hey, go away. <laughs> I want my kid and your kid to compete in an academic bowl oh, against man. one another. There you go. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You got Home that school. win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Actually, the I truly believe what you just said. Um, if you can learn how to learn, then you can learn anything. And so that's actually a great skill to be teaching, Ray. And uh, I applaud you for uh, homeschooling. You have the courage that um, I did not have. So. <laughs> but again, I, I think it's also the exhaustion that's talking here because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm just trying to say supportive things. I oh, don't thank really you. mean it. There, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. No, uh, learning how to learn, like that's a, uh, that's why I got a theology degree. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember I was sitting at the, I was sitting at the, um, we had a meeting and I was, uh, I was one of four, uh, theology majors in my university, in mm. my class, the graduating oh, really? class. Yeah. Mm. There were only four of us in the cohort and the Dean of the school had brought us all, everybody in the, um, who was a major brought us in and we had a lunch and the dean said, um, why are you guys here? And I said, I don't know, to make a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, but she thought I was a ridiculous person. And and I, actually, um, when we were introducing ourselves, I, this is such a crystal memory, Ray. Mm. We were introducing ourselves and we were going around the table. And then this person was like, um, Hey, yeah, my name is so-and-so, and I was volunteering in L.A. with uh, gang rehabilitation. And then the next person went, hey, uh, my name is so-and-so, and, -so, and um, I was volunteering in um, Central America building stuff and blah, blah, blah. And all these people were, like, sharing these incredible things in ministry that they were doing. And then it got to me. And I said, um, hey, I'm Iris, and um, over the summer I grew my hair out. <laughs> was, you were confident in that answer you're like, like i'm gonna go with this one yeah this is the one this is it <laughs> um and so the 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 dean of the school said why are you here it's like um yeah uh i don't know why are you a major um theology major and i'm like yeah well that's a good question and she said all of you are here to learn how to learn hmm. because if you could learn this then you can learn anything and um, I've thought about that all the time, nice. especially as a teacher. And I, and that's what I try to do as a teacher as well, is um, I try to teach uh, my students to learn how to learn. Mm. So keep it going, man. That's that's a noble effort. This might be another topic because our kids right now, they, they're the generation that has all the information at their fingertips, right? They can just learn it. I, I don't know how their generation is going to look like. You know, like we, we had to research it. We had to look for all, the, all these books and different resources and all that stuff. They could just, it's easy for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to they, look it up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. Or the World Book. Um, anyway, yes, learning. Yeah. 
Super thankful for that. There Super it is. Thankful for learning. Thankful for learning, and that's our that's our topic for this episode. Actually, since we're all we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving this week. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, we, everybody. We want to talk about that posture of gratitude. It really is a uh, a great posture to practice and to be a witness of, and uh, of course to teach your children um, in in being uh, thankful for for everything, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's what I wanted to talk about with you. How do we emulate that? How, how do we show our families uh, or, or how, how do we show our friends and our, our family to, uh, you know, to take that time to be thankful? Yeah. To, yeah. Well, that's a great, great in context. So uh, we're about to celebrate in America Thanksgiving. I know we have international listeners. Shout out to all the listeners out in Europe, in um, Austria and Ireland and Hungary, and then out in um, in Asia and everywhere else that you're listening to this. Um, but in America, we're celebrating Thanksgiving, and that's like a, a uniquely American holiday. And um, Ray, before we kind of like bri- bridge into that, like, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Is that an okay question to kind of like let's start it off with that? First? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I grew up in a family where we would uh, we would have a cooking competition. Oh yeah! And my my siblings do listen to this podcast, and I just want to remind everyone that I um, I'm always the winner. Of uh, <laughs> such a contest, I'm always nice. the winner. My my parents would be the judge, and yeah, I always win. So that's how I grew up. We we uh we gather. Do you gather guys each cook one uh, dish one of dish. the Thanksgiving? Yeah, or one dish you of the cook the same dish and uh, just multiple ways and see how it goes. No, nah, we we cook different dishes, um, and yeah, we just pick whichever uh, dish, whichever. Uh, uh, way we want to cook it and we present it so someone can can cook something savory someone can cook some some dessert and uh yeah they win did any of you guys study uh culinary arts of any kind no no we did not i wish i did though i okay. was into the the whole cooking stuff but um nice so okay just like a follow-up question then what do you think is the best thing on the table at thanksgiving is it like, like what's the best food of Thanksgiving? Is it turkey? Is it mashed potatoes? If there's like a battle royale, uh, the mac and cheese, the greens. Um, uh, this is like the what, typical American pie. Like that's yeah, that's like okay. the typical. Or is there a wild card? What do you think is the best thing on the table at Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know. Let me let me think about this one. It's a. I would I would lean more towards the sides. I would like say you know the the mashed potatoes, the the stuffing part. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I, I would go with that. Cause yeah, I mean, over pie, over pie. Hmm. Dang, I don't know. Let's throw that to the listeners. Listeners Favorites. weigh in. What What's mm. the best? Is it turkey? I could nah. go for a blueberry pie, <laughs> yeah. Mean? Yeah, I don't know. Tur- blueberry, blueberry pie is good, pie. man. But turkey, yeah. Just only blueberries? Just, just yeah, blueberries. Blueberry pie. So good. Mm, interesting. But you're right. Okay. That turkey, who wants turkey? I mean, okay. I'll take a slice. Yeah. But that's about maybe. it. <laughs> I'm not even cooking a turkey this year. Yeah. 
we're gonna order in actually this year. How, wait, uh, before before I ask you this question, what did you grow up with? How, how did you celebrate Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, we would have giant parties with multiple families. So it was never just our family. Mm-hmm. It would always be like 10 families. That's fun. And there's just uh, a tremendous amount of food. And um, there was always turkey and like traditional American food and then all this Filipino food. Mm-hmm. And um, because there's 10 families eating, um, we usually went to the same person's house every year. And, um, and it was like our big celebration of all of these families. Um, the American food would rarely get eaten. Like (laughs) nobody would eat any of that. Um, no, like the turkey looked good, but then like people were like, nah, that's dry. That's not that good. (laughs) Well, we don't want to eat that. Um, cause there's so many other good foods out there, but I always remembered if I walked into a party and there was a bucket of KFC, yes, yes. Like, yes, 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 I felt like we were rich. Oh man! <laughs> I could rub my hands together, be like, "Ooh, this is a party! <laughs> it's a party!" But if I only saw like Albertsons or grocery store um, yeah, fried the, chicken, the I'd be like, no. wah, wah. It's "Fake!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah so totally. that was our that was our family tradition was like with multiple families. Yeah, yeah. What so okay, now what are you guys doing covid days and Yeah, so yeah. How do you celebrate that? So we're totally locked down now. Mm-hmm. Here we're like uh surging in covid cases again and uh, same in governor, Chicago. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad out there. So, um shout out to um, everybody fighting the mm. good fight and masking up and prayers up, um, taking care of everyone um, by doing your part, and so uh, and prayers for those who are suffering. Man, this thing is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had to talk to my folks today and yesterday and my my sibling and tell them uh, we're not coming. Mm. I said, hey, uh, this is how I did it. I, I texted them and I said. Hey, it looks like Zoom for Thanksgiving this year, you right? <laughs> Question mark. And let's I set right? up a Am family right? Zoom for with everybody. Like, let's have a big old Zoom. Um, yeah, because uh, it's too worrisome, man. So we're yeah. we're totally um, locking it down and just having a small little thing, just our family here at home. Yeah, same here, same here. Uh, we of course we're gonna have our in laws over, and so that's that's it. It's just my family and um, Lolo and Lola, grandma, grandpa coming over. And I think we're going to order some food, order out majority nice. of it. Cause yeah. So like what kind of food, like Chinese food? We found this place. Uh, it's like, uh, I think it's an Ecuadorian um, place nearby. And then they've. Uh, like pupusas? They've added some of that stuff. They have some empanadas. Uh, of course, they, they have the, the tacos and all that. But. Um, the thing that captured my attention was that they have lechon and it's not like the, oh. the whole pig, but it's a part of the pig that, that they roast and it looks really well done. Like the crispy kind of, uh, pig, succulent okay. pig. So I think that's where we're going for maybe some side dishes here and there, but yeah, that's our Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I always like to theme up the um, Thanksgiving and the Christmas dinner mm. with something non-traditional. Like we've kind of 
pick a style of food like Italian, Mediterranean, or like, um, or uh, Mexican or whatever, something different than just like turkey and and mashed potatoes and stuff. And KFC, you gotta put KFC in there. Yeah, and yeah, Popeyes, KFC. KFC. Yeah. So. Dang. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're gonna try and do Chinese this year, but homemade. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And maybe some dumplings, like steamed dumplings. Mm. Yeah, I think that's going to be the way. Yum. Man, I'm getting hungry right now. Yeah. So, but okay. So, okay, okay, we got that. So how, so how do we, I mean, yes, we have all this food we, we're going to celebrate. Praise be to God. We are blessed to have this feast. But how do we also showcase or, or um, lead our family to? Reflecting, and I know you, you and your family do this well in in um in a sense of giving back, in a sense of um um you know uh, making sandwiches, making food for, uh for your local soup kitchen. Yeah. So how do we do that this year? Yeah, that was actually this is crazy that you just asked that, Ray, because mm. d- during dinner tonight we were sitting around the table with a whiteboard. And we were brainstorming, uh, number one, what food should we make for Thanksgiving? And then number two was, what service project can we do as a family? That's beautiful. And that was the discussion that we're having around the table. Um, And we include our kids in that, that they could brainstorm. Um, What's something that we can do? uh, Because we're we're making sandwiches, but like, is there something else that we can do? And and how can we... uh, celebrate, um, with other people as well. And like, um, bring them into our family, uh, while still being separate because of COVID. So yeah, I found that. Um, and actually that's not my, that wasn't my leading. That was my wife's leading. Mm. Um, and I'm really appreciative of her because she really centers us in, um, remembering that, Hey, this is a, this isn't about just like overeating, you know, but it's really about serving others and being thankful when we, when we're so blessed, then, uh, that blessing shouldn't be kept to ourselves, but it's something that ought to be shared. So that's, um, a really important thing for us to do. And I would encourage every family to have that conversation. That's not too late. Even if you're just uh, in Thanksgiving week right now, um, there's a ton of families in need and, um, and you can do your part. I know it's a little bit harder to do uh, this year, um, but it's still super important to do it. Yeah, and a simple thing like uh, you know bringing a, a can of of soup or, or something to to a local church, to a local food pantry, or something like that, where you can just give. and And I, I love that idea that you get your kids involved. Um, I, w- I want to do that, I, and I probably will do that, and um, ask the kids to do that. Look around our house, the pantry. What what can we give? And um, we, we can, you know, we can drive over to our our local food pantry and help fill the their supplies. Yeah, or like make make some sort of Christmas decorations that you could share with needy families. Um, at food banks, they usually um, can include other things besides food, especially during the holidays. So like little gifts, little decorations, little things like that, that would kind of um, make this time a little more special. Because I, I, 
I feel like that we need that little extra glimpse of hope yeah. uh, yeah. during these uh, dark days, you know, um, lots of separation, lots of anxiety. I can imagine that this is uh, similar to the feeling of Joseph and Mary yeah, at yeah, the time yeah. of Advent, right? Like the first Advent, like in that preparation for uh, the coming of the Christ child of their baby, that there was, there were, their lives were filled with uncertainty. It wasn't all festivities mm-hmm. for them. They weren't like have going from party to party, white elephant and gift exchange. And yeah, they were like, um, filled with fear and, uh, uh, anxiety and difficulty and into that, uh, into that world, uh, Jesus is born and, and enters into that to change it, to transform it. Um, and that's very similar to our own experience right now. That's beautiful, man. That, that is beautiful. And, uh, how, uh, what, what a great way, what a great way to start our Advent season with the week of Thanksgiving, with this act of gratitude and this act of sharing. I was just kind of, I was making a joke, actually. I, I gave a presentation, uh, to a parish, uh, this, uh, this evening. And I, I kind of, it just came out of my mouth saying, you know what? I, I kind of feel bad for, 2020 we blame it for everything <laughs> We're like come on you know like we we just throw stuff at 2020 it really isn't 2020's fault right it's it and at the same time how many blessings can we count within this year yeah definitely there were some hard moments yeah definitely there's uh we we continue to to have our prayers up for many people but at the same time, God is good. At the same time, we are uh, we 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 can't complain because uh, God has definitely blessed us, and we can also be used by God to be a blessing to others as well. So yeah, it's it's it, it's a great way to start. It's a great way to prepare uh, in in entering the Advent season. Every every year during Advent, Ray, I think about the kind of the, the, these main players of the old Testament and, uh, of the scriptures and like the, like the prophets, like you, you think about Jeremiah, the prophet, right? Um, here he is, he, he was once, uh, in a powerful position in Israel and, um, he himself was exiled into Babylon. And then in Babylon, he's trying to hold the, hold the banner of the Lord, right? Like he's trying to be the Lord's champion in exile and, and people are like rejecting him and they're just giving him a hard time. And you know, one of the kind of great quotes from Jeremiah, um, is like, he, he was kind of explaining what it was like to be a prophet and he was like, you know what it's like to be a prophet? It's like someone um, picking, plucking out a hair out of your beard, like just a single hair every time for eternity. It sucks. <laughs> like this is suffering. a terrible experience full of suffering, right? And yet um, in, in the midst of all of that suffering and darkness, he's infusing hope. Mm. Um, and he is... Uh, He's talking about the the reality of the darkness of his experience and also of a hope that is coming that um, is an like an unquenchable hope. 
right? And and I and I think about that often. And like I reference Joseph and Mary in their struggle um, during Advent, right? Like it's that sense of it's really the both and that there is suffering and joy, and so we don't we don't wash either of them away uh, in the middle of our experience. We don't um, do like toxic positivity where like everything's great and uh, you're not great. Come on, just turn it around. But like you acknowledge like, yes, there is suffering and that suffering is real and it's painful. Um, And there's no doubt how many people have died from COVID, right? These are realities. But also there is this hope that um, exists at the same time with that suffering. And um, it's like two feet that walk, right? And so you walk with both of them. And, um, and sometimes we feel like I'm just going to hop along on the suffering foot, you know what I mean? Um, but we have to acknowledge that, that difficulty. And it's like parenting too and marriage. It's like, man, there's a lot of suffering in, in this parenting game, but there's also a lot of joy and the joy doesn't erase the suffering. They're both there together. And that's the mystery of this life that we can be here and it's difficult. And yet God is also here in a deep and abiding way if we invite him. And, and because of that, because of that truth, we can be thankful we can be thankful. Our, our attitude can be gratitude. We can be rooted in, man, everything is a gift, the suffering and the grace. It's all a gift, and I can be thankful for all of it. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. And that's that's us as Easter people. Uh, that's uh, the resurrection story, right? This is where suffering and joy dance um, uh, one of quotes Saint Teresa of Lisieux here: "Prayer is an aspiration of the heart. It is a simple glance directed to heaven. It is a cry of gratitude and love in the midst of trial, as well as joy." So praise be to God for that. Yeah, I love I love that quote by um, Saint Therese. Um, in the translation I usually read, it's like prayer is a surge of the heart. Like there's just this something internally that moves us towards heaven, even in the middle of difficulties, right? And and it, um, interesting, I'm in this parenting group. Um, and uh, we're talking about like, man, when you get like really pissed off at your kids, like... Um, you got to just stop. You just got to like stop find a way to stop and like pause and breathe in the middle of all of this, like chaotic, even your own feelings, chaotic feelings. Right. And I feel like, yeah, that's like inviting that surge of the heart. Like, oh, I'm feeling this, the passion of like parent parenting. Like I want to be the steel rod parent. Um, but before I inflict any kind of like pain or damage or like harmful words or anything that like my heart sh- should su- surge with like a, the glance towards heaven. Right. And in and in doing that, I realize like, oh, man, the father is merciful to me. And so I got to be merciful in this moment. I got to breathe. I got to like take a timeout myself before I put a kid on timeout. I better put myself on timeout just to like 
be like an adult here in, in this like, uh, like highly, um, tense situation in my family. Right. Highly so. charged. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as we end this episode, um, we pray that you and your family have a good and safe Thanksgiving and also invite you to start reflecting as, as a father, as parents, we want to, um, we want to encourage you to start thinking about how to prepare for the Advent season. And as Iris, uh, as is that, did you just say Dadvent? Dadvent. Are we having Dadvent? Wow. All right. We should the do Dadvent? some sort of celebration for Fatherhood Arise. Dadvent. I like that. Yeah. Sure. I said yeah. Dadvent. But that's what you said. That's what it that's is. That's what I heard. And, and it's a reminder that we are not of this world. We are called to heaven. And so we join the Holy Family as they continue. And my, I was talking to my friend about this. Um, he's the one heading up the immigration uh, ministry in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And they do this every year, Posada. Um, I love that. And um, and I, so cool. I've always joined them with this. Now they're doing it virtually. Um, it's it's uh, it, it's going to be a fun event. But he just explained this to me. I didn't know that Posada means lodging or finding mm-hmm. lodging. So he he um, he just reminds reminded me that you know we, we're all seeking this, and our main lodging really what, where we're meant to be is in heaven. So that's a great reminder for us. Let's start seeking that. Let's start uh, continuously knocking on doors uh, in, in, yes, in the trials, tribulations, but also at the same time in the joy, in the laughter. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I, I'm feeling this. Maybe this is a divine inspiration mm. right here. Right? Go but for it, man. For Dadvent. Dadvent. For I Dadvent. love it. Go ahead. Um, let's stop blaming 2020. Yeah. And let's start... Let's start praising 2020, mm. you know, like let's start, let's start looking for. I like the joy. that. I like that. Where, where, where can we find the thankful moments? I know this year has been, yeah. <laughs> has been. I don't know. I picture a flaming dumpster. I don't know about <laughs> you, but yo, for dad vent, like let's, let's stop blaming 2020 yeah. and so let's start praising 2020. Let's like look for every piece. I like that. Of thankfulness that we can muster out of 2020. Where did we find the joy? Where did we find the solace? Where did we find the comfort? Where did we find the humor? Where did we find the fraternity, Mm. the brotherhood, Mm. the spirituality? Where did we experience the grace, right? So as we begin to prepare our hearts for the great coming of Christ um, to be born then, Let's do that. Um, so uh, everybody listening right now, let's get let's uh, start turning our hearts and our minds towards that. Love and it. maybe we can use that as our prayer. So, Ray, I'm going to take it away with prayer Go today. For it, man. And so uh, usually uh, at this point, I would ask everybody to uh, think of something that they're thankful for. And uh, it, it always sounds cheesy, but it's not. You know, at the heart of the Eucharist, the Eucharist means thanksgiving. And so at the Eucharistic meal, it's really about giving thanks for all that God has given. So think about something that you're thankful for, something concrete, not not something general like my family, but like a specific moment where you experienced goodness and call it to mind and relive it 
allow it to grow inside of you again and allow it to be there and how you felt about it, a specific moment that you're thankful for. And with that gratitude in our hearts, let us pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God, I thank you so much uh, for everything, for you are good. And you gave us this special time here in America to give thanks. And let us use that time wisely. Help us to turn our hearts so that we might see everything as a gift, a gift from you, and give you praise. Help us to be grateful, even in our trials, even in our difficulties, in our worries and anxieties. And we pray that your spirit come to us now and fill us with what we need, with your very presence. For anyone hurting out there, for anyone experiencing pain or suffering, we pray that you bring your healing. And give us the strength and the courage to answer the call you've given us to live out our vocation. And not just live it out, but live it out with joy because you walk beside us every step. Be with us and bless us. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for, pray us. for us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Iris. Happy Thanksgiving yeah. to all. Happy Thanksgiving. That was a random conversation. <laughs> we went all over the place. We did, but it was, it, I mean, Holy Spirit is speaking, I believe. And it really is uh, we, that that posture of gratitude. And that's what, Dad Vance, I like that. Let's yeah. do it. That, that's a great challenge. All our listeners out there, go ahead and, um, and uh, you know, uh, add something on our post about this. Brian is going to, uh, I'm sure he's going to do something great with this. So that's right. Add something there. Let's keep it going all, all, um, Advent long, all Advent long, all Advent long. So follow us on our social media. As I mentioned, fatherhood arise on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. So follow us there. And if you have any questions, anything that you want us to cover, do email us or direct message us through social media. But you can also email us on fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Hey, you know what, Ray? The, what's up? There's a there's a Christmas coming up. Yes. And, um, you know, it would be a great gift for a dad. What would be a great gift for a dad? A father hoodie. Ah, uh, father hoodie a would father keep hoodie. them warm. Yeah, we got a we got a couple left actually. Oh. So if you want to um, get a father hoodie, you want to cop that father mm. hoodie for for that man in your life, for that father out there that's deserving of a father hoodie, then holler at us, slide into the DMs. I believe they're forty five dollars. Yes. So, um, but you can um, slide into the DMs and let us know if you want one. Limited. Um, limited. Very limited, just a little supply left. Um, and then, if you're interested in catching what I'm doing, um, you can always check me out at uh, Called to Rise on Instagram um, or my website, Called to Rise. And if you like uh, yes. Hallmark Christmas yes, yes, movies yes. or things like that, my wife and I have a podcast. It's called Pod I Want for Christmas. And you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. But we review made-for-TV romantic Christmas movies. And you can follow us on Pod I Want for Christmas at Instagram. That's the softer side of Iris. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'm very kind there. <laughs> Absolutely. Not the grouchy man that he is over here. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm one person, the same person everywhere I go. Fully integrated. integrated life. Yes. All right. Thanks for joining us and hope to check you guys out the next time. God bless. Peace. God bless.